Why should you build a community following uh, running a mindfulness course or a class? Why, why is that even important? And what does that even mean? That's what we're going to be exploring today in the Teach Mindfulness podcast. My name is Shamash, and this is all about the value of building a community of students. Now, uh, if you are starting as a mindfulness teacher or you've been part of a, a mindful class or course or even a workshop, you'll know that most of the time it's just that one-off experience. So you come to a workshop, you learn something, or you go to a course and you learn something. And maybe that's fine. Maybe that's all you want. Uh, but I'm really, really passionate about community building on the back of that. What do I mean by that? So let's say you have a group of 10 people. They come to a six-week mindfulness course with you, and then that's it. They go off. You may not offer them any other support, but there's a lost opportunity. You had a, a group of people that came together. And quite often, they feel quite sad at the end because of there's a the sense of they're not going to see each other again in that form. Instead of that, why not offer community an opportunity for them to come again and again? Why should we do this? Well, first of all, humans are deeply social animals. We're probably the most social of all the animals. We really, really thrive on being with each other. We really need community. And no doubt, you know, there's lots of loneliness and isolation. A lot of people suffering from that right now because of a lack of community. So this is a really great opportunity to build community when people come together to do something. In this case, it's mindfulness. So I'm really, as I say, I'm very passionate about community and community building, and I do it more online than in person. I love in person as well, but at the moment it's not so easy to do. Um, but I'm going to share with you, I was just reflecting uh, this morning, what are the, what's the real secret to building community and how can you do that? And the first thing I would say is to offer a consistent space to, for them to kind of share with each other to connect with each other and to do something meaningful together what do i mean by consistent i mean are you going to connect with each other daily weekly just on weekends maybe once a month you can even do it once every three months once a quarter so you decide on the regularity and you stick with that consistency and that helps to build community i've got the daily mindfulness club the consistency there is daily I've got uh, I've got a community called the Teach Mindfulness Academy for mindful teachers, and there the consistency is weekly. Every Monday we'd have a challenge. Every Tuesday we do co-working together. Every Thursday we, we kind of connect with each other to do co-coaching or a member profile. So this is consistency, and that consistency is really powerful. Um, but it wouldn't have to be weekly. It could have been monthly. I could have. Uh, you know, we have monthly themes and maybe the community would be just once a month. We have a training session and people, the community comes together and they learn together. But then there needs to be the second important part of building community. The second secret that comes to mind for me today is creating a safe space for people to share. So even if you're offering a monthly lecture or monthly talk, if that was it, you would build a community around it. I think it's not really uh, a tight community because of, there's no opportunity for the community members to share and connect with each other. And that's what you want to do uh, when it comes to leadership from a community perspective, rather than it being the community leader doing everything. You want to try and create a space for the community members to take a leadership role in a sense and, and them connecting and working with each other. 
So there's some uh, tips and ideas when, when it comes to community building. And uh, maybe some of you haven't even thought about building community, but it's, it's really, really powerful. Uh, you can go on a learning journey together for your whole life. You can make great friends when you do this. And rather than it being a, a lot of work, it can um, be something that really enriches you, especially if you organize it in this way where you're very clear about what the goals are. You're very clear who it's for. You're very consistent in the way that you offer space. And then, you know, you can work together. You don't have to be on your own and doing everything. So don't think of it as a really hard thing to do and requires lots of work. Uh, think of it as um, easier in a way, because rather than trying to constantly try and find new people to work with and to share, you build deeper relationships with, with the people that come along and then you can grow from there. Thanks a lot for listening. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about um, private online communities. So, you know, there's the public ones, places like Facebook, but then there's private ones where people can share and connect with each other deeply and maybe even a more safe way. So we'll be exploring that tomorrow. Check out, uh, uh, if you're a mindful teacher, check out Teach Mindfulness Academy, which just launched this week. Check out um, our websites and stuff. And uh, if you're enjoying this and you want me to continue, then I'd love it if you could just write a little review or, or something like that. Okay, thanks. Look forward to connecting in the next, next episode.